Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And here we are another week. Uh, two boys together at last again. Uh-oh. It's it's For, true forever. Yeah, we're we're hot off of Fan Expo oh at this my point. Goodness. Yeah, we were uh, packed room full of thousands of people yeah uh, all for us oh everybody had a great time at oh, Fan Expo. so many handshakes ralph so many... macchio gave you an uppercut remember that's that? right yeah and then uh then he gave me a big smooch on the lips to say sorry <laughs> that was that was really nice it was very nice yeah yeah and then you were i wish you'd have called an ambulance though because boy was i bleeding <laughs> yeah he really did a number i was concussed you. i wasn't expecting it you know when you go to meet a celebrity you don't expect him to sucker punch you no yeah i mean didn't even invite Ralph Macchio as a guest. That was the strange oh. thing. He just is that why he was stage. mad at me? Yeah, I guess so. Hey, you're the one who does the guest stuff. I, don't I, know I said on. he does the booking. I pointed to you, what? and then he gave you an uppercut, a couple swift kicks. Goodness, waxed on, waxed it's off. Probably because yeah. I haven't watched uh, Cobra Kai yet. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's probably, probably why. That's probably why. Yeah, it. I related to him a little bit more. That's I was able true. to. Uh, give those hot references. Like, yeah, I should have worn my gi. Then maybe he would have uh, been a little nicer to me. <laughs> yeah, true. You actually have a gi. And yeah, I, I do. I don't. Wow, sucker. Yeah, you got to get one. Yeah, you you have trained to fight wow. Ralph Macchio. Yeah. And... <laughs> Specifically. Yeah. I've been waiting still... for this day my whole life. And you still lost really bad. Yeah, I saw the Karate Kid when I was like seven. I'm like, I got to I got to fight that guy. <laughs> Well, Damien, it's not all about you getting your ass kicked at our hot fan expo show. That's true. It's about our guest today because we have writer, producer, comedian, podcaster, Sam Sraza here. Oh, my gosh. Hi, I'm I'm newly part of the Sonar family. Can you believe? Oh, welcome I'm, to the family. I'm so excited that you're now related to us. Yeah. Uh, with everyone your... in the sonar family yeah. is related yeah we go to family uh, picnics and... it's one of those weird like you know kissing cousins families though <laughs> we have Whoa. a large a large piece of parchment on a wall somewhere with very yeah. intricate uh family tree <laughs> diagram yeah. Yeah. yeah and you're right a lot of those lines are kind of crossing in ways you wouldn't expect and that's okay <laughs> That's yeah. that's kind of our own like private gossips though that we also yeah, have. Yeah, and that's kind of why I joined. That's sort of I said, let me get in on that. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's the part. You All know. the lines are done in pencil though, because we're constantly making changes. <laughs> I I gotta tell you, I stayed. Um, this is gonna sound like a brag now. Oh no. Oh well. Well, <laughs> I I stayed in a. This is actually good for this podcast. I stayed in a castle in Switzerland like oh, last wow. summer. Whoa. Did one? Of, do you know how Airbnb is like? You can rent a castle. I did yeah. that. We rented oh. one one apartment, one apartment in a castle. Okay. Was, she, she split it into, and it was in this woman's family for like generations. And she literally had like a piece of paper back on the wall, like back to the 1400s being like, this is the family of the castle you're in. So weird. <laughs> I had 22, 23 and me be damned. <laughs> I mean, it's weird to think of a castle being turned into apartments, but at the same time, you're like, what else are you going to do with a castle? Yeah, turn into Airbnbs. Listen, everyone wants to stay there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's it's like the like uh, church condos here, you know, like that would be or like when they turn a factory into lofts. Oh, yeah. It's just like that. Yeah, it's just like that. 
We've never seen a castle before. <laughs> well, I, I, I have <laughs> once. Uh, Sam, so you're a uh, you're a comedian, and you started this new podcast as part of Sonar, as we mentioned for you Pod. It's a uh, a, a TikTok podcast. Ooh. Yeah, so it's basically a podcast with my best friend Lucas, and it's like an audio version of the text conversation between your friends where you're just exchanging TikToks between each other. <laughs> so we just go over like what's making us cry laughing, what's making us want to jump off a cliff or into traffic, um, our ever-changing relationship with social media and TikTok. Um, yeah, I'm kind of like the goofy one and Lucas is sort of the brains. And so I think it's a nice balance and everyone should check it out. Amazing. Well, I mean, we you've been doing uh, comedy now for uh, seven plus years. And... God, isn't that awful? Isn't that just so god? I just I realized at the end of the pandemic, like I didn't count those years, and then I just I brought out the digits. I was like one, two, three, yeah, seven years. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, being a comedian before the pandemic and like during the pandemic, obviously, like TikTok became a big thing, right? And you uh, have uh, managed to like grow a TikTok audience of your own as well so what was that kind of like i guess transition like during that weird period um i really see them as like two kind of separate muscles so i think yeah. like a lot of comedians get on this thing where they're like well we all have to make the transition it's like i don't know you're either like good at it and want to do it or you're mm -hmm. not so yeah I never put too much pressure on myself about it. I thought it was, I've always thought it was like such a fun app. Like I literally started making TikToks because I was like, people on here are really funny. Like I know a lot of funny people from yeah. doing comedy, but I'm like, they're really onto something. Like I'm really <laughs> cackling into the night in bed during the pandemic. So I wanted to get in on it. I was like, I can do this. It looks fun. So yeah. And then, uh, I was lucky enough that things kind of started to catch on. So um, yeah, the transition. And I also like didn't start like right in 2020. I wasn't one of those like immediately making the pivot ones. Like I kind of caught on or things kind of caught on like in 2021. So it was a little bit later. Um, yeah. And now it's kind of like part of my creative process in a way like TikTok is a great place to like throw a premise that's like not really it's like halfway baked and like wouldn't really work on stage but like you can make a video about it so yeah now it's just like another another thing that i like to do you're, you're right though like about the uh like comedians um feeling like that's like a challenge and just not being good at it yeah. and i mean as a uh person that uh does uh stand up every once in a while but is hard to motivate to even yeah. get out to do it i'm also hard to motivate on tiktok so it, it goes more <laughs> correlated with me <laughs> yeah i just find people like are really quick to either like beat themselves up about it or like or like call it BS. And it's yeah. like, if you don't like it and you don't want to do it, like no one's forcing you to. No. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I think what, once you, once you take the pressure off, that's when it'll probably get easier yeah. to do. It's supposed well, to be fun. It's like yeah. not a serious app. <laughs> it's not I think that's serious. why people are so dismissive of it though, is because they're not good at it and they don't want to put the time in. So they're just like, fuck that. This is stupid. Yeah. Rather than being like, oh, I just, it's so I, funny it's just not though. for me. If people just saw, if people just saw, like, I think 
people who aren't really into it, they just think it's like another Twitter or something. And it's not, it's like the kids are really, they're really making culture over there. I love TikTok. <laughs> it's, it's another avenue of uh, comedy, right? Like, yeah. I mean, and now you've transitioned TikTok to podcasting as well. Well, that right there. I mean, that's the thing about any of these social medias. You just kind of have to curate it to get it to a place where you start getting a lot of that stuff. And I feel like your podcast might be a great place to start to start. Yeah. And my hand is really in a lot of different pots. It's Mm -hmm. like I'm getting like a lot of Taylor Swift content, even though Mm -hmm. uh, even though like she's not really my girl, but it's like I'm so adjacent to that community in a lot of ways that it's like I know so much about the eras tour from TikTok mm-hmm. I, with against my will <laughs> and when I first joined TikTok like I was big on witch talk like I did like a lot of like witchy talk things and that was weird that's a lot of people doing some weird stuff over there <laughs> um do you hear about the guy who got this is relevant the guy who challenged witch talk to curse him and every day or week he updates them on like his new ailments and different things that have happened to him. Oh my God. What? No, I didn't. Yeah. Hear. There's this guy on, there's this guy on TikTok. He was like, um, I don't think witchcraft is real. So I'm going to challenge the witches of TikTok of which there are many, I can mm-hmm. tell you there are a legion. And he was like, um, you know, throw me all your hexes, whatever, curse the moon, do your thing. Um, and we'll see what happens. Cause he thought nothing would happen. Yeah like pink eye, like, like, like all kinds of like weird health stuff. I don't know that I implore people to do their own research because they don't know the full list, but like enough that every week he's like update on how my life is effed. Is Isn't he not crazy? Is he not hoping for it to end at a certain point? Like his I life? take it back. Oh. Well, no. and here is the hamster wheel of content. I mean, he found yeah, his niche. Yeah. He's it's- just literally the hamster. Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, I feel like if I was going to challenge witches, I would challenge like one. I think the likelihood of one <laughs> being fake, but all of them, someone's going to do a yeah. successful curve. Challenge all witches. Well, well, early in like 2020, the witch talk community was like a flame because the younger like Gen Z witches got together and they tried to hex the moon and the and the they tried to hex the moon and the rest of the witch community was like they tried to what? And now they were like, look at this, like look at these tidal waves, look at these hurricanes. This is because like those witches, they tried to like hex mother moon. <laughs> so <laughs> funny. Oh God. It's just like, yeah, I love TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, um, to go into a little bit of uh, pr- producing, when I was doing my uh, research, I saw your involvement with a Grimes music video. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm also a producer. That's my like day job. Mm-hmm. So Route 11 is my production company and very early, well, early ish in our, in the lifespan of the company, like our first big get was a couple Grimes music videos. So <laughs> it's like, they'll follow me. I, and they're great and I love them. Um, they'll follow me around forever. Cause people like, that's the, that's what, I, that's the power of celebrity, right? Like, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, Just and an then I art directed story. one of them. Wow. Which was like not I was not qualified to do that. Like they were just <laughs> like they were just like my business partners were like, you can art direct it. I was like, yeah, how do prop houses work? Like it was just not <laughs> Yeah. Well, it was one I, of those. 
I mean, yeah, that's just kind of the thing of like being a part of a production company. Sometimes you end up sliding into these weird roles. Like I, yeah. I have the same thing where I'm a part of one and or we did make uh, movies in the past. We haven't in a little bit, but where like one of them, they were like, oh, you just be the location manager for this one. And I was like, I've done oh, that. Yeah. I've okay. done that. Yeah. That's a little, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's like, this sucks, but <laughs> yeah. They're like, how many folding tables do we have? You're like, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freaking sucks. Yeah. I, and then even for like, we did the Grimes music video for Janelle Monet, and like, there's a scene where there's like all these rose petals and stuff falling on her and like feathers. And I just need pe- people to watch that and picture me with like, an extendable paint roller handle with a cardboard box taped to the end at the at the very top of like a cherry picker just like turning it over just like this just to make it dump onto janelle monet <laughs> and like being like don't drop it on janelle please don't drop it on janelle Mon- <laughs> like yeah that's that's movie making magic i mean i i love this that i you like you said you have your like i guess hands in a lot of pots but mm-hmm. All of it's like pretty connected, you know, like if um, like with the like producing, doing these music videos and everything like that with the celebrity of that and then TikTok's big into the celebrity of all of that, of, of course, as well. And like uh, into uh, the comedy, I'm sure as well. Like it's just there's a whole vibe here, I think, that is encapsulating. you. Yeah. And do you want to like tell me what it is? Because I'm <laughs> having trouble. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they synthesize. I've been still trying to make like my film and my comedy career kind of mm-hmm. uh, converge in a way that's like tangible. I'll get there. Um, I feel but like yeah, pop I guess culture. It... I feel like pop culture is a big. Yeah. yeah. I, there's better pop culture. I'm not like a culture vulture in that way, but yeah. I know how to capture people's attention tension and i'm good with like the moving image like i've done a lot of stuff in video and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i know i know how to like yeah that spark i guess yeah yeah mm-hmm. it, it feels like a package to me thank you so much and that <laughs> is why i'm part of the sonar family yes <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we need to get into a little bit of the spookier note, even though we've already mentioned witches. But Let's do, it. Hexing do moon, you yeah. believe in ghosts? Um. Um. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. It's okay if you don't too, because yeah, Damien no doesn't problem. believe I, I do. I think I. I think I do. I don't think they exist in the way that we think they do. Right. But okay. I. I think I do. How do you and, you, how do you think they exist then? Um. Oh God, I'm gonna sound so stupid now, but no, like and en- energy, mm-hmm. energy. I'm a, I'm a residual energy guy. Residual that's, energy. That's where I land. I think that our thoughts and feelings have bigger powers than we know them to mm. have, and I think, yeah, I think like if somebody leaves this leaves this earth with like a deep enough emotional baggage like that energy doesn't really know where to go and manifests in like interesting weird ways there's just so much unexplained shit uh and i always grew up being like well one day science will have all the answers and it's like seems like there never is like i don't know i'm never satisfied with what the scientists have to say frankly (laughs) um and i also have a big thing about like defunding nasa i'm like what are they doing up there anyway (laughs) um uh, yeah Uh, so i don't know i believe something and i'm also one of those people that's like 
one super horny for something paranormal to happen to them <laughs> but two like nothing has ever happened because i yeah. think the ghosts know yeah you're too desperate for it and they yeah they can smell it right <laughs> yeah i i stayed at a haunted airbnb once to get some writing done which not really the most productive to be scared and trying to write mm -hmm. but i did that two years ago or so and yeah, nothing happened. But at the same time, when I went to bed at night, I was like, oh, I'm scared. I hope nothing happens because <laughs> I was alone. <laughs> you got to play more hard to get for them to actually do anything. No. Okay. And, I, and I love creepy things. I do. Yeah. I feel like um, a lot of people look for just like a nice Airbnb or look for the best deals in Airbnb. But I think you're just looking for like the most unique and cool. It sounds like. like oh yeah. I guess I'm like a huge Airbnb uh, <laughs> advocate. Uh, I freaking hate people who rent frick renter. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know they're like not a great app, um, but anyway, hotels are like a better solution now anyway. Yeah. Too, you can find but... plenty of haunted hotels. Yeah. Yeah, I thought where you were going to go with that is like you have to go for the regular Airbnb and then that's oh, when the that's walls when start bleeding. When you're not expecting it, you're not yeah. paying for it, right? Because I mean, I'm constantly challenging the spirits to haunt me and it hasn't oh, happened yet. God, me too. You're you're not doing it in public, though. You're not going into a haunted... You're just doing it on the podcast, which... I've, I mean, I, that's a wider reach than me going out on Hello. the street and yelling at it. Wait, you think, you think that uh, most of our listeners are ghosts? Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying if it's out there, it, this is gonna get a lot more ears out there than if I'm just like, if I go out on the street corner and say, come on, ghost, haunt me. <laughs> Do ghosts listen to podcasts? These are the things we'll, yeah, we'll I maybe mean, never know. Probably. <laughs> What else are they going to do? That's true. Well, I mean, I guess they could be listening to us right now. That's true. They could be listening right now. And you you think our apartment is haunted and I've asked them to haunt me many times. I'm like, come on, ghost, do your thing. Haunt away. Well, I had my things happen. I had Tell my haunting the other day, yep. which we talked about last episode. Oh. But um, I, I can bring it up again. You say just to get your uh, your Please. feedback on it. But the other day or night, I was laying in bed, uh, no blankets on, just laying in bed with uh, my head on my pillow. And then I felt like a kind of pressure over top of me. Oh, yeah. And I was like just laying still. I was like, I don't I better not do anything here. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I felt my shorts start to ride down. And that's oh God, when hot. That, <laughs> and I was face down, ass up. Uh, hot. <laughs> Continue. I'm and waiting. That's when when I felt that like my the elastic of my shorts go down. I jumped up on my bed and then jumped off my bed, hit the light on and was just looking around. But I was super freaked out by it all. That is literally my dream. I want, <laughs> I want a ghost to seduce me so bad. But do you not think that it was a little too forward of the ghost? Like that was nope. I think it was fine. No. <laughs> yeah, you might have been given a little hints for for months. Yeah, I, you were face I, down, ass up. Yeah, it's true. You're squeaking those cheeks for him. And I did say <laughs> before I closed my eyes, I was like, "Is anyone here?" <laughs> sort of coquettishly sort of <laughs> i hope nobody pulls my trousers down <laughs> oh gosh wow that is um that's so enticing that's, i'm so excited for you 
And yeah, we'll see how it progresses uh, now that I've voiced it out loud in the apartment. That's true. Um, <laughs> Maybe wear a couple dabs of, you know, Chanel number no. five. Next yeah. Time. <laughs> Instead of bed. <laughs> Well, maybe we'll get Manscaped back as a sponsor. And you can... <laughs> Manscaped was a sponsor? Congrats. Congrats. I think, uh, you can get yourself all uh, tidied up for this well, paranormal uh, actually, encounter. Uh, the, the, my boxers that were riding down were my new pair of Manscaped boxers. <laughs> They're pretty nice. I love a branded paranormal experience. <laughs> <laughs> this haunting brought to you by Absolute Vodka. <laughs> But I am realizing that that story does go against my residual energy. That's true, because residual energy can't seduce you, I guess. Well, it could be. I don't know. Residual. uh, Because I always my my status on it, which I believe is similar to yours, um, Sam, Mm. where I always like um, link it to uh, when you used to have like your TV paused on an image for a long time and then it like you turn it off and it's burned on the screen. Yeah. And that's what the energy is kind of thing. So you think it was a residual boner and a residual horniness? (laughs) Yeah, it was a residual of just the person that lived there before. Yeah, going to pound town and you just happen to be in the prop the right, right place, place right time wow have you guys done like any ghost hunting or like any uh anything along those lines or any haunted tours um i've gone on like a few before like there's a couple of the toronto ones there yeah um and i i've gone to uh gone to those but never had an experience from those but I, i've had like my fair share in different um apartments here in toronto i've been to like Whoa. things like that i've also worked in places that everyone i've worked with claimed to be haunted and i never look at us just three believers with nothing to stand on for <laughs> i mean i don't believe so. well I've, oh yeah you don't oh, sorry. yeah he doesn't believe and i have my paranormal experiences i've I've seen well, some stuff and everything. Me. I so. don't believe a fucking word of it. <laughs> <laughs> what? It, what have you walked in while it was happening to me? You pulling your shorts down yeah, and spreading your butt cheeks. Shorts. I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I just closed the door. I don't know why I'm walking. In. <laughs> gonna have to uh, contact Sonar HR. Uh, like, uh, I don't know what was going on. He called me into his room. He was. He had his ass in the air, and he just spread his ass at me. I don't know what's going on. And I'm supposed to, and you're like, no, it was a ghost. I swear. Hey, okay. be pretty impressive if I waited uh, 400 of these episodes to do that. <laughs> to sexually assault me. Yeah. It's yeah, a me true. too. Oh, me boo. <laughs> me boo. So, um, Sam, you mentioned that you didn't have any, uh, you've never had anything of a paranormal experience before. No. no. Um, had, what, what about... would your ideal paranormal experience be? Well, actually, I do have one thing to share that oh. is vaguely paranormal. Do you guys believe in past lives? I think I'm I'm not against it. Okay. <laughs> I okay. don't, but... Yeah, if you don't believe in ghosts, you won't believe in past lives. It's sort of... Yeah. <laughs> well, um, my new comedy album, not, not to self-promo too much, is called Past Life. And that's part of... Because during the pandemic, I did... I like got more into like meditation and stuff as one does. I just had nothing left to do but self-optimize. <laughs> and uh, I did like this like past life regression YouTube 
<laughs> meditation. And I got like this crazy vision about it, about who I was in a past life. So that's like the closest mm -hmm. I've come. Right. Um, and I did one for my spirit guide too. And I saw kind of something, but I'm not so sure about that one, but those are the closest like paranormal things I've, I've experienced. Yeah. Who Nothing... was your, who was your past life that you visioned? Um, so on the album, I say that in a past life, I was a woman in an orchard, which I do believe is true. I was a woman in an orchard running apples at my feet. That's more of like, that's more of a feeling that I have like in my yeah. heart. I yeah. think we can all kind of tap into that. Like maybe yeah. you were a sea captain or just mm -hmm. like, I don't know, a widow, a war widow. So, you know, yeah. we have these feelings of longing. And, but what I saw in my past life <laughs> meditation <laughs> and hold on, um, uh, I was like a, uh, an Italian woman and I had like a very close best friend. It maybe felt lesbian, but I don't know if I had that vocabulary at the time. Uh, and her house burned down and I felt like it was kind of my fault. And like, I think the villagers maybe tried to burn it down or they didn't really like her or something. And instead of like going to try to like stop the flames, like it was just like too big. I ran away. And then I like regretted that my whole life and like tried to write her a letter before that or something. I was like very beautiful. I remember seeing myself write this letter and then I ran away was like filled with guilt. I was like, how could I run away from my best friend? Uh, I don't want any more free will. Uh, I don't want to make a decision again because I can't trust myself. I'm going to join the covenant. Is that what it's like? Or the, the, <laughs> the convent. Convent. Yeah. That's the one. Uh, the convent. And I did. And I was a nun in Florence. And I just had like a very boring life until. Uh, and like the, the meditation said, like envision yourself dying. And I saw myself like in a bed near like a vineyard with like a priest next to me, giving me my last rites. And then like, I snapped out of it. Wow. That sounds like your next feature film. I I know, I know, but I was like, make it very it was, artistic. It was, it was, yeah, it was very cinematic. Like I saw mm -hmm. each scene very vividly and it was sort of like moving through everything, but it was a cool experience. Cause I, I got the feeling that like, um, if you do believe in past lives, which I kind of do, and you can follow me on this like i just i feel like my past lives up till now have been like really regimented and really like life's tough and like that's the way it is just like life after life and i think this is like the first life in a while where it's like well what if we just kind of had fun instead uh and that's kind of maybe why i'm a comedian i feel like it's like i've been so repressed or something even though i don't feel repressed like in my life in this current lifetime but i mm -hmm. there's a feeling of like Oh, finally, we can like let loose a little bit and that I that I feel a connection with. So that's part of why I called the album that it's kind of like inspired by that. Yeah, I, I do have like I did have a theory at one point with like uh, past lives, which made me believe it was that like for different people, certain languages are easier to learn than others. Right. And like I I like tried learning French my whole life and couldn't pick it up for the life yeah. of me. But then I like went on like Duolingo. I was doing different ones and none of them were really sticking. But then for some reason, I just had a really easy time with German. 
Like I was oh, just I love picking that. it up, no problem. But you never learned to speak German. You just you, you were getting some words on Duolingo. Hey, that's hey, diff- hey, that, those hey, are two hey, different hey. things. <laughs> those are two very different things. I picked up more words of German than okay. I ever have. French. So you learned six words of German rather than three words of French. Well, that is, re- that have, is no correlation. This is that is read, like, bullshit. Have you read like many lives, many masters? You must. No, the, I haven't. It's the guy that like um, kind of pioneered past life regression therapy. And he had this one patient who had like hundreds of past lives. It's very interesting, probably BS, but it's really cool. It's a really cool read. But there's there's all these stories of like toddlers who are like, when am I gonna go to war, mother? And they like name the name of the submarine from World War II, like perfectly. And like the moms look it up and they're like, holy shit. Like mm-hmm. there was like a captain of that submarine and it was named this. How would the toddler know that? Stuff like that interesting crazy yeah, right i i think that um i th- i think that's where i land and even though damien is shunning me for this well yeah. your your evidence is that i did a little better at duolingo for this one no, than the you, other. i <laughs> believe you when you start when you start learning something you can you know when you're picking up easily right like you know when you're starting to like pick things up and just because i didn't stay motivated in it all no but my point is is that duolingo is not a good test of whether or not you're actually learning a language or not you're just memorizing a few words you're not actually learning a language but i memorized those words easier than any of the all it is is just a bit of memorization you're not actually learning the language is what i'm saying Uh, to damien's point i will say in a past life i was a nun in florence and i have (laughs) taken and abruptly quit italian lessons (laughs) there you go well hey they they were learning latin uh what's you know they like the bible i don't know oh yeah wait were they speaking italian and I think it was like 17th century is the sense I got. We'll Google that later. Maybe. Well, yeah. the Bible stuff would have been probably Latin, wouldn't it have? Yeah. What were the people speaking? That's what mm, we need to know. Yeah. Oh, so it's still alive. Theory's still alive. Okay. 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 That's true. Maybe I should try Latin. Maybe that's it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but on that note, we got a, a story of our own to tell. We all oh, drew boy. positions okay. beforehand. Uh, do you want to reveal, Sam, what you drew? Um, I, the narrator. Yeah, that's right. Well, we'll come back to that in a minute. I, I got so panicked for a second. I was like, was I supposed to draw something? And then I <laughs> realized it was the other draw. If you'd like to draw something too, we would really love that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Damien, what did you draw? I drew the celebrity. Yeah, so I go to a random celebrity generator. It's going to give you four options. You have to appear as one of those celebrities at some point during the story. I hope I know them. Okay. <laughs> I do too. George Clooney. Okay. William Shatner. Okay. Okay. Franklin D. Roosevelt. All right. And Jesus Christ. I think we gotta go Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Well, that is one I know. Okay. I think I gotta go Jesus Christ. <laughs> you don't know uh George Clooney? No. <laughs> that the espresso one... guy? <laughs> I, I would run out of like references fast. Like I'd be right. like handsomest man alive, uh salt and pepper beard. Uh... <laughs> That one movie with Julia Roberts? Like, I, yeah, I'm not very good at that. Again, it was a good cup of Nespresso. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I, th- I think I know more about uh, George Clooney than I do Jesus. Well, <laughs> I've seen Passion of the Christ. As do 60% of Americans, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so that means you drew the, the swing. swing. No responsibility in the story. I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And... Okay, so how does this work? What do I do? Yeah, so Sam, for the narrator, we're going to go to canigetadot.com to get a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get our story started. So which one of those three would you like? A location, a relationship, or a word? Um, I'll take a location. Lawyer office. Okay, and are, and I'm guessing it has to be paranormal. That's the whole point. It could be whatever you want it to be. We'll see what it happens. often just goes off the rails. And it's <laughs> lawyer nothing. office. Okay, yeah. the spooky lawyer office, and you're not stricken to the narrator character as well. You can be characters within the story and everything like that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can just kind of and how I narrate is up to me. Third person. Oh, first yeah, you person. can do whatever you want. You can come and go as you please. You can play characters, loosey goosey. Have fun. Okay. Okay, cool. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Lately, I've felt a little bit stuck myself. Yeah, like you're in molasses. Mm-hmm. Big sticky pool of uh, goo. Well, yeah, and I, I felt like I needed something to change. So I was mm-hmm. talking about nipple piercings. I was talking about dyeing my hair blonde. I was talking yeah. about moving away. I've yeah. been uh, tattoos. If you, if you got tattoos and nipple piercing and blonde hair, we would make you move. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know what? I mm-hmm. I realized that what would be better than these midlife crisis uh, scenarios I've been coming up with myself is yeah. just going to therapy. I mean, that's true because that's gonna that's gonna give you some changes in a in a different way. Well, yeah, and I I feel like those changes are a more positive permanence than the yeah. other ones. That, Which those... there's there could be a positive to it, but you have to be in the right headspace for them to be a positive permanence. If you're doing it out of like a cry for help. Maybe it's not a great time to be uh, punching holes in your nippies. Well, yeah, I might regret that. I'm not going to mm-hmm. regret going to therapy. Yeah, that's true. And uh, that's the thing. If you're thinking of starting therapy, uh, we we have an opportunity here for maybe you to try BetterHelp. Um, it's an entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I mean, all you got to do is you go on there and you fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you can let therapy be mm-hmm. your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash spook today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D. Mm-hmm. And uh, get better. We open our scene on uh, lawyer's office, 3 a.m. Intern, asleep at his desk. Mm-hmm. One, one light, one of those green lights, those green lights that lawyers have, the only lighting in the whole office. Slumped in deep slumber on top of his MacBook Pro. Files covering the table until uh he hears a noise oh oh god oh i'll get it someone's okay. banging at the door someone's banging at the door open up open up you gotta help me oh. you gotta help me right now yeah open, open up the door uh, okay yeah open up the door open up the door no i do it don't yell i don't want to open it if you're yelling i gotta open up the door what time is it right now 3 a.m 3 Okay, you need in the to. Morning. You need to crank it down a little yeah, bit. I gonna... got a problem. You gotta help me out. Okay, yeah. I need legal the... advice. Okay, legal advice. Three. Oh my god! Thank you so much for opening the door. 
But you gotta help me out. I gotta God, get off my Takes him by the nape of his. Takes him by the 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 nape of his uh Kirkland uh uh button shirt that his mom just bought him. Where did you uh, get this, Kirkland? Costco. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's really nice. Thank you. Yeah, my mom got it for me. Listen, you gotta help me out. Um. Okay. I'm being sued. Okay. By the church. Yeah. The, the intern, the intern uh, sits him down and asks him if he wants a, a hot cup of Nespresso to calm down. Oh, yeah. That, you mean the one that George Clooney was uh, hucking? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll have a Cafe Verissimo. Okay. I'm going to make it decaf because you seem pretty hyped up already. No, no. I need a caffeine. I got to keep going. Okay. I'll to put the it intern, in. The intern is like, the intern is like. He sure has like specific taste for someone who's in legal trouble. He's kind of getting <laughs> kind of getting pissed off at this point. Jesus. Call it uh, call it the three a.m. grumps, but I'm uh, a little <laughs> agitated. Listen, you can't be mad at me. You're in the office at three a.m. You're at work, and I need work done. Yeah, but by the way, how many lawyers' offices were you just knocking on, hoping that we're open at? You this were the thirty eighth. 38. Yeah, no one else was around. I've started knocking at 1.30. Well, if I'm being honest, I'm one of the youngest lawyers around here. Youngest? Well, I'm an intern. Oh, shit. I'm only six. You're not even a lawyer? I'm only 16 years old, but I'm a little bit of a whiz kid. Well, yeah, actually, <laughs> actually the, the intern is sort of even more pissed off to hear no other lawyers were in their office. He thought they were all pulling an all-nighter. This is This is devastating. Yeah, they, they told me that that was normal to stay over this late. I fell asleep. Where, I, wait, you're 16. Where are your parents? Aren't they worried about you? Well, my mom got me this Kirkland shirt, so she knows. She knows what? That I'm out your wearing shirt it. size? <laughs> that I'm out wearing it. Okay. She thinks maybe you're out on a hot date, and that's why you got dressed up? Like, what the no. hell? She knows I went to work. I mean, at 3 in the morning? I've been. I what just time did you leave for work? Now I I've been here since seven a.m. What the hell? They're working me like a dog. Listen, I thought place. I had a problem, but I think you got a problem. You're being overworked, you're, underpaid. Uh, Your mom's probably worried sick about you. Okay, well, let's just think about the hypocrisy of this because you're saying I'm overworked, and here you are screaming at me to do more work. Well, I was asking for work because you were at work, and I thought you could help me. But then I realized that you're the one who really needs help, and that's what I'm all about. Is I'm here to help you. Okay. The well, interns. Why... The intern's phone rings, and it's his mother. Oh, sorry. I'll get this. <laughs> My mom, her stories must have just ended at 4 a.m. Mikey, dear. Mikey, where are you? I'm I'm at work, mom. Mikey, I've made I've made some hot pockets for you. They're they're <laughs> on the stove. I I'm worried about you. Dude, what time it is? We're yes, it's making dinner this late. Because I knew you were going to be late. So I stayed up. Oh. I watched Criminal Minds until two in the morning. And then I turned the stove on and I put the hot pockets in for you. Um, um, I appreciate that. Are you going to eat the hot pockets, Mikey? Well, I'll eat them when I get in, but I, I got to When are you going to get in, Mikey? While, while the intern is distracted by the phone call, the man that barged in the office, he's now sobbing just just inconsolable <laughs> in the corner of the office this poor kid the the way the weight of the legal troubles he originally came in it's just getting too much and it's, it's just getting too much to bear for his conscience sorry mama i gotta let you go mikey okay, just br bring him over are you okay yeah, no, it's just too much, man. You know, I, I, I needed help. You couldn't do it. You have your own problems. I see. He finally, just... he finally confesses <laughs> what he's what he's there for, and it's um, 
It's a bit heavy. Yeah. Um, it's a sexual assault charge against a ghost in his house. Yeah, somebody assaulted a ghost, sexually assaulted a ghost in my house. Wait, you and did? they're suing me. <laughs> did you oh, okay. do it? Or no, they assaulted it, and then they said because it was a ghost in my house that I'm at fault. Wow. What? So they're even saying me, the that... narrator is is surprised. Wow. Um, I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. So you watch. Yeah, so am I as the narrator. Well, I didn't that. watch, but it's like, you know, if a burglar breaks in your house and then they break their leg, they can sue you. But, but he did, but he did record the nest. Yeah, the, I did record it. Did record, yeah, my nest has, cam. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But the, I like to have the video chronicles of my sleep. The thing that's confusing about it is that your analogy of the, if they break the leg. Okay. Well, then if they got sexually assaulted by a ghost in your house, then I understand you standing by watching it. But what you're telling me is they broke into your house and sexually assaulted your ghost and somehow you're liable? Well, it's not my ghost. Well, it's in your house. The ghost got assaulted and the ghost is suing me. Oh, the ghost is suing you. It's not the burglar. No. Suddenly, suddenly an old an old book flies flies off the shelf. And a book that the intern's never seen before. And it's an old ancient book of ghost law. And the the page the page opens right to the the section about ghost sexual assault that they need to solve this case oh my god this is perfect okay so it says in here that with ghost sexual assault the thing is that if they're already dead and the judge is a non-believer then it's gonna get dismissed oh so i'm fine well as long as the judge is a non-believer but i i gotta figure out who you're so what happens if they are a believer well then they might think the ghost is real and but how is this my fault i didn't do anything it was in your house what you're not a very good lawyer suddenly both men realize that this has become an apt metaphor for believing survivors in real life (laughs) and they both and they both they both they both lock eyes and just kind of join hands and share in that moment, in that well, window of empathy. The message, give me your hand. Okay. The message that yeah. we're telling right now yeah, is yeah, yeah. so important I and agree. becoming incredibly delicate. I'm not, dummies to I'm not out. saying I don't believe that this happened. I believe. Oh, my God, I believe. And I empathize. I just don't but know you why I'm being sued. You got it on tape. Yeah. Did you distribute the tape? Maybe a few copies. <laughs> really, that's really messed up. <laughs> Come on, a real life ghost encounter. I had to put it out there. Send it to DMZ. Okay. I'm, I, I mean, this is the problem now. You made money off of this. Well, which I a mean, little bit. Yes, it was a ghost, so we can disassociate a little bit. Okay, but at the same time. Like I said, if the judge is a believer, then I mean, so we got to find a non-believer. Well, yeah, but the problem is that I'm a believer and I'm having a hard time defending you right now. Okay, right when right when the intern says that the man removes his mask and he realizes it's actually there. It's not a man. It's his boss. And this and you, you you pass the intern test, the moral intern test. Congratulations. Paranormal law. You're an official paranormal lawyer now. 
You've passed my test. Oh I my do God. this with all my interns. I make them work all nighters and sleep in the office. And then I bust in pretending to be a crazed lunatic with a wild paranormal case. Thank God, because this this case was really stressing me out. I did not want to say the wrong thing. But Mikey, I'm sorry. I've got some unfortunate news. Okay. Uh, we've got another case for you. Is this one real? Well, this one has something to do with your mother. Oh, my God. She just called. You know those hot pockets she left on the stove hot waiting for you? Yeah. Well, a burglar broke in and took a bite of it, burned his mouth. <laughs> and I'm liable? And now she's liable. So we want <laughs> okay. you to take her case. So I got to defend my own mother. a judge that doesn't believe in pizza. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if you can find a judge who doesn't believe in pizza, then more power to you. But this is this is what you got to do, Mikey. Now that you're an official paranormal lawyer, you got to stop this ghost burglar from burning his mouth and suing your mother. Jesus Christ. How are we supposed to get through all of this? Jeez, speaking of. Oh, my God. Here's the phone. <laughs> who do you that. think it is? Jesus. Hello, Mikey, buddy. How you doing, baby? It's me, JC. What's going on, bud? Jesus. Did you wait? Are you the one yeah, that burnt your mouth on the hot pockets? Oh, do you know it, buddy? Listen, I was just popping over to say hi to your mom because, you know, I like to check in on my believers. You know how it is. And I saw those delicious hot pockets burn my mouth. But listen, she can't be doing that to me. So I'm suing her ass for all she's got. Wait, why, why are you suing my own mother? She's a believer. Hey, she burned my mouth of the hot pocket she could have put up a sign you could have been home listen mikey if you had just come home on time and ate those hot pockets i wouldn't have burned my mouth okay so you're this saying this is on you mikey you're saying that it's because i'm being left here working long yeah so really it's on my boss what did you say uh, well i'm realizing that if you didn't overwork me make your intern stay overnight in here while well, you tried to stress him out by getting him all disoriented and then talking about uh, sensitive issues. Yeah, and the intern, he's he's po po he's pointing to the parts in the paranormal law book that he's newly learned about all of this. Since this is Jesus Christ, I mean, it's paranormal law, falls under that jurisdiction. He knows his stuff now against then, his own boss. Then Jesus wouldn't have broke in, or if he did, he wouldn't have had the hot pockets because I would have ate them, possibly burned my own mouth, but that's mm -hmm. no problem because I kind of like the sensation. But oh, we'll get into that another time, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but then my mother wouldn't have been held liable. In fact, this all comes back to you and you're liable. And now I think I got to take my own boss to court. Oh, my God. Because I'm representing not only my mother, but Jesus and the Hot Pockets themselves. Mikey, baby, pick the phone back up. It's the greatest case he's ever taken on. Mikey, pick the phone back up. I want to talk to you for a minute. Okay. Listen, you passed, buddy. You passed. You're a true <laughs> believer. It's a second you, test. You realize that Jesus Christ couldn't be liable. I'm perfect, baby. I can't do anything wrong. And I can't sue a mother who believes in me. Ah, oh, yeah. You pass the test. You realize that the real villain are the corporations and the bosses. So mm. now not only have I passed and become a full time lawyer, but I passed this test and now I'm a full time believer, baby. I'm a Christian. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah. Mikey. I'm glad that you're not only a full time lawyer, but you're a Christian lawyer, just like we wanted. See, I'm good buds with JC over there and we've been talking. And we saw a lot of promise in you. A lot of promise, kid. Oh, my God. Well, we I want mean... you to be a partner. 
Okay, yeah, I'll I'll do it. I guess if I'm a full time Christian lawyer with good morals, well, I mean, and you it, don't need good morals. Just you know. Well, the and, first test was a moral test, right? Well, no, it was a law test. Okay. <laughs> and as the first, as the first Christian paranormal lawyer in the country, maybe even the world, within hours of him learning that having that title. TLC came running, <laughs> running for a TV show, and the from the 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 checks kept clearing. It was it was smooth sailing from then on in for the intern. Mikey, I'm so proud of you, my boy. Thank he's you. on a yacht. This is he's on a yacht now, a paranormal yacht. Do you want your hot pockets now? I left them on the yacht oven. <laughs> yeah, I'll get some hot pockets now. Thanks, mom, and I'm glad I could take you on my yacht like this on the middle of the ocean. Oh, Wait. oh Mikey, I love you, my boy. <laughs> Wait. Mom, no, you're falling backwards. Oh, oh. Don't fall in the water. Oh, the yacht's going too fast. <laughs> oh, no. Who's going to be liable for this? Spooked. <laughs> that Scene. was a scary story. Wow. Well, we came dangerously close to some hot button issues, but I think yeah. we all yeah. navigated them with tact. That's true. Uh, and Honestly, we might get praised for this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like no matter what happened, nobody accepted responsibility for anything, and it was all a trick. Yeah, I think the good. I think the good point was that uh, there was a loophole for every yeah. single bad thing that happened which i think is how real life works most of the time yeah uh, although uh, i uh, i did use the phrase window of empathy which i hope does mm. earn us some social credit um <laughs> we'll see yeah. we'll see how this fares in a jury of our peers yeah <laughs> yeah i'm excited that we'll be all taking when you open together a, though when you open a window of empathy you close a doorway <laughs> of hate yeah, yeah that's what i'm always saying yeah i think it's brene brown i think she says yeah. that yeah, <laughs> you put a, an empathetic pie on the windowsill to cool. Yeah. Well, on that note, Sam, where can everybody follow you? Uh, I'm at Sam is laughing on Instagram and TikTok and Threads. Uh, you can follow um, for you pod at for you pod dump. That's where we dump all of the TikToks that we talk about. Uh, we don't have a TikTok weirdly because it's just better to dump TikToks on Instagram. Maybe in the future we will. Um, yeah, and you can find my new podcast for you pod on the Sonar Network, um, wherever you find podcasts. Amazing. Amazing. And we'll be sharing that at Spooked Podcast as well as, yeah, go to the SonarNetwork.com or you can mm -hmm. see for you pod as well as the full profile on Sam with direct links to social medias, as well as go to the Sonar shop where we have spooked T-shirts, whether you believe in ghosts or don't have uh, believe in ghosts. We have a That's shirt, right? Buy a shirt, buy two, buy five. I love that. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Spooked. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.